We're glad to see you today. The topic is the greatest person who ever lived, who died 2,000 years ago, and who is still alive. Of whom am I speaking? Does anybody know? We're talking about the Jewish Jesus because Jesus is the greatest Jew the world has ever seen, ever known. Now, there are some issues up front I just want to talk about for a moment. The greatest atheist in the world is that great Oxford scholar, Dr. Richard Dawkins. Great atheist, doesn't believe in God. And until recently, he didn't believe in the historical Jesus. But recently he said, and this is a sign of progress, he said, I was wrong, there was a Jesus. So that's, that's progress. I want you to know this. There was an historical Jesus Christ. There, there is no doubt about this. Now, there's something else, if I'm a skeptic, that I should try to avoid doing. I should not patronize Jesus Christ because if Jesus was not the person he claimed to be, don't say he's a good person. This is a person who claimed to be God. Can you believe this? He claimed to be God. If a person claims to be God, don't say he's a good person. He's a crazy person, completely crazy. So Jesus claimed to be God, and yet he was the only person who ever claimed to be God who was judged to be sane by his contemporaries. Nobody said he was a lunatic. So Jesus... These are the alternatives. Good man, mad man, bad man, or God man. But he can't be all of those together. He's either one or the other. Now, I want you to take your Bible and turn with me over here to the book of Isaiah, chapter 9 and verse 6. And this, of course, is right out of the Hebrew Bible, the Bible of our Jewish friends. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now Christians believe that the little Jewish boy who was born 2,000 years ago, was more than just a little boy. The Bible says, everlasting father, the prince of peace. In other words, he was more than a man. He was God incarnate. It's important, my friends, here in our studio in Moore Park, Southern California, and the audience around the world, it's important that we don't confuse the real historical Jesus with the Jesus of so many religious people. Recently here in Los Angeles, I heard a great American figure. Everybody knows him today. He said, I am a strong believer in Jesus. I am a very, very, very strong Christian, a strong Christian. And then he said in the next breath, I believe in torture. I believe in waterboarding. He said, we're going to bring back waterboarding and we're going to do a lot worse than that. 
doesn't he realize that torture is satanic? Waterboarding came from the Spanish Inquisition. And the Japanese who waterboarded our soldiers during the Second World War were hung by their necks until they were dead. That's what America, the real America, thinks about torture. You can't claim to be a Christian and believe in the teachings of Antichrist. God is love. Such comments have brought shame to the name of Christ and a disgrace to the Christian church while making us a laughing stock of our enemies. So never forget it. Don't confuse the Jesus of the Bible with the Jesus of some people who say they follow him because they don't. Jesus claimed to be God. I want you to come over here to John chapter 8 and I want you to notice this amazing passage in the Bible. Now, I want every person to turn to this passage in the Bible, John chapter 8 and verse 48 and onwards, and Jesus is having an altercation with the Jewish leaders. John chapter 8 verse 48 and onwards. Then the Jews answered and said to him, Do we not say rightly, you are Samaritan, have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father. You dishonor me. And I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most assuredly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never see death. What an astounding thing to say. If you follow me, he says, you will never see death. Verse 52, then the Jews said to him, now we know that you have a demon. Abraham is dead and the prophets are dead. And you say, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never taste death. So you've got a devil. Are you greater than our father Abraham who is dead? And the prophets are dead. Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father who honors me, of whom you say, he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if I say I do not know him, I shall be a liar like you. But I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Here it is. Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Then they took up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. Why were the Jews so mad with Jesus that they wanted to kill him? Because of what he said. Because when Jesus said, before Abraham was, uh, not I was, before Abraham was, I am, he was claiming to be almighty God. And I will prove it to you. I want you to come over here to the Old Testament, come back here to a parallel passage, back here to Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 down to 6. Genesis, Exodus, as we base our conclusions today upon the Bible. Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 and onwards. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. 
the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the back of the desert, to, came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. This was an amazing thing. There was a bush on fire. It wasn't, wasn't being consumed. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. He said, here I am. And he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet. For the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. So here is almighty God talking to Moses. Moses is afraid to look upon him because here is the self-existent God. And then if you come down a little, little bit further, if you come down to verse 13, verse 13, then Moses said to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, you ready? I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Verse 15, moreover, God said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is my memorial to all generations. This is one of the great amazing stories. Moses sees a, a bush and it's burning and it's not consumed because the power of God is, is in the bush. And then the power that made this miracle, almighty God talks to Moses and he says, I will tell you my name. I am who I am. You shall tell the children of Israel this, I am has sent me to you. I am is the name of this person. We shall say it softly. We will not be presumptuous here. This name is so awesome that the Hebrews would not say it. So when they came to it in the Hebrew Bible, they substituted the word, they said Adonai, Lord. But they were afraid to say this name that burns with fire. It is the Hebrew word Y-H-W-H. From this word somewhat, somewhat erroneously, we've got the word Jehovah. But Jehovah is a modern way of trying to say this word. 
but the name of the great self-existent God that you and I cannot look upon, here is the name. Yahweh. Yahweh's name is I am. So you, here you have Jesus. He's talking to the Jews and he says, I'm going to tell you who I am. Before Abraham was born, he said, I am, I am Yahweh. The self-existent God, the almighty God. This is why they took up stones to kill him. I want you to notice some of the names of God. He says, I am the Lord God. The Hebrew there is Yahweh Elohim. This means mighty God, mighty God. The Lord God, I am Yahweh Elohim, the only one. I am the creator. I am, I am. I am the creator. He is the one who made the universe. This man who was speaking to the Jews. I am uh, the creator who made all these stars. Uh, very recently, we believe there were 200 billion galaxies in the cosmos. 200 billion galaxies. A few weeks ago, they took the figure up to 2 trillion galaxies. 2 trillion. Can you comprehend it? 2 trillion galaxies. That doesn't include the small galaxies. And what goes on beyond? He is the God who made all life forms. He is the one who said, let there be life, who spoke the, you know, how he made the universe, he breathed it into existence. You think, <sighs> the I am said, Amazing. I am the lawgiver. He came down on Mount Sinai, gave the Ten Commandments. He gave us the Ten Commandments because the commandments are good for us. He said, I am the deliverer. He was the one who rolled back the waters of the Red or the Reed Sea so the people of God could go through. What a God is this? He is our savior. He is the one who delivers us. Have you got problems? Uh, some time ago, I was in the south of Iraq. I had crossed over the river Euphrates in a little boat from uh, Iran to Iraq. I'd been traveling for a day practically without any water. I came to this little town in the south of Iraq, parched, lonely, apprehensive, had nowhere to stay, surrounded by camels and by Bedouins. I stopped on the street. I prayed, oh, God, help me. Instantly, a man, this is not just a tale, a man dressed in white. I'm not saying he was an angel. He was an Arab sheikh. He came to me and he said, sir, 
how can I assist you? I said, I've got nowhere to stay. Haven't eaten all day. He said, well, I'll take you to a place where you'll be safe. Yeah. The Bible tells us Jesus is the great I am. I am the deliverer. So if you're going through a tough time, my friend, look up because Jesus Christ is your deliverer. He delivers. He saves. He is the one. He says, I am the one who caught Elijah up into heaven. I am. He's the one who sent down the fiery furnace and Elijah. So he is the God of a glorious future. I am the one who raised Moses from the dead. Moses died on Mount Nebo. You know this. The Bible says God buried him there on the top of the mountain. Then the Bible tells us that sometime later, God came back in the person of Christ and raised Moses from the dead. That is taught in the book of Jude. I am the one who raises the dead. You think we ought to be afraid of death? I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid of death because one day I'm going to be with Christ in paradise because Christ is the one who raised Moses from the dead. I am. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Bible calls him this. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What a bunch of guys they were. Faulty men. Not sinless people. Sinful people. But Christ saved them. So there's hope for us. He saves faulty men. We are faulty men and women. The gospel says this man receives sinners. I am. I am the God of Israel, the God of his people, the God of his church. Now, God no longer has a special nation. There are some people who are very nationalistic. Once upon a time, there was British Israelitism, and many of the British people felt that they were the chosen people of God. They were the new Israel. Of course, none of this is true. God doesn't have a nation today. He has his people in every nation. So he's got people, his believers in every nation, Russia, America, Australia, Great Britain, France, and Germany, and Latin America, everywhere. I am the God of Israel. Think of the great prayer. Listen to this prayer. The Lord bless you and keep you. That's Yahweh bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. The Lord is repeated three times because this is an early intimation of the Trinity, the nature of God. He says, I am El Shaddai. I love those words. I am El Shaddai, the mighty God the God of impossible causes. Every person who does good will have opposition, but we need not fear our foes because we serve uh, El Shaddai. Almighty God. So don't pick on me. Don't pick on a child of God because he's standing in the hollow of the hand 
of El Shaddai, the Almighty God. I am the Lord, your righteousness. That's what it says. I am. This is all referring to Jesus. Come over here to Jeremiah 23 and verse 6. Jeremiah 23 and verse 6, dear hearts and gentle people. Jeremiah 23 and verse 6. In his days Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Ah, that's good. And then the Bible says, verse 6, Now this is the name by which he will be called, the Lord, Yahweh, our righteousness. Before Abraham was, I am. I am your righteousness. You know something? We're all a bunch of sinners. Even if you've gone to church for 50 years, you're still a sinner. Not a lost sinner, you're a saved sinner. But none of us are perfect, are good enough to go to heaven. Remember the Sabbath school teacher, Sunday school teacher, taught a class and she asked the class, who was good enough to go to heaven? Oh, mummy is. Daddy is. Sabbath school teacher understood the God and said, no, daddy's not good enough. Mummy's not good enough. Only person good enough is Christ. But if you are in Christ and if you accept him as your savior, you are saved because he is the Lord, our righteousness. We should never despair because we're imperfect, because we're saved, because he is our righteousness. Jesus made extraordinary claims. John chapter 14 and verse 6 one of the most amazing texts, John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Muhammad never said that. With all respect to our Muslim friends, Buddha never said that. Only one man said stuff like this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, you can't come to God unless you come through me. Who is this man? Who is this man? I think of a young woman down in the south of uh, Ukraine, down in the south of Ukraine. The Nazis came through. They devastated her village because they had showed resistance, they marched them out into the snow, made them dig a pit and machine gunned them down. But she escaped with a young man fleeing naked through the snow. Caught a train later on. Some of us think we've had it hard, hey? Got on a train, went up to Russia, went to Nizhny Novgorod, 50 years in despair. The despair of atheism. Don't tell me atheism's got anything to offer. I've met millions of atheists who are in despair. Because the death of God always leads to the death of hope. See, you've got no God, you've got no hope. Don't fool yourself. She came to our meetings. After 50 years, an atheist, she said, I've been longing and searching for the way, the truth, and the life. And She said, I found him. When I found Christ, I found it all. And if you come to Christ, 
You'll find everything you need. Listen, he claimed he had the authority to forgive sins. He demonstrated his divinity by his ability to read the thoughts of man. He performed miracles. He walked on the water. He raised the dead. In John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, all of his disciples said, he is God. In the beginning was the word, the logos. The word was with God and the word was God. It doesn't say the God or a God. It says he had the nature of God. That's what it means in the Greek. And the Bible goes on to tell us, it says all things were made by him. Without him, nothing was made that was made. It's the one who made the stars. Then you come down a little bit further. It tells us, here it is. The word was made flesh. The word was made flesh, the text says, and dwelt among us. Now think about this. This is one-tenth of the material I've got to talk about today. Here you got a little baby boy. Just a little baby boy, born in the normal way, with tears and maybe blood. Who was he? Almighty God in human flesh. That is why we sing, Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ, the Lord, and more in a moment after this break. We should never say something is impossible because Jesus said, with God all things are possible. It seems impossible to think that a group of Americans, Australians could come here to Castro's communist Cuba and preach the gospel. We're here with the permission of the Cuban government. We've got special visas so we can preach here. I've had the privilege of preaching in the most difficult places, Moscow, all across Russia, all around Ukraine, dangerous places in Africa. But this is one of the biggest miracles of all. Here we are, the Carter Report team, just a little team. <laughs> but we're here by the grace of God, because with God, all things are possible. But God works through people. He's working, glory be to God, we believe through us. But He's also working, my friend, through you. Because of your prayers and your support and your gifts, these people, many of them, are hearing the true gospel of Christ for the first time. So my heart is full of thanks to God and to you today. Would you please drop me a line? John Carter, Post Office Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. And of course, you can write to me at Terrigal in Australia. Let's get a fire going in this country. We have established a beachhead on the shores of Castro's Cuba, a gospel beachhead, not a military one. 
We are the ambassadors of peace and we've come here to preach the gospel of peace. Stand with us and thank you for your support. For a copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.